Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Rob G, we want you to jump in and set the scene for LeBron James, and this will be great for Lindsay to talk about as well because Lindsay's in that whole uh, coaching and AAU and all that and just where these kids are. And right. so all of a sudden, you know, Bronny goes from, is he going to declare for the draft uh, and all this and he's going to be a first-round pick to he was dropped today by ESPN – uh, when we talk about their draft uh, board. So, Rob G., explain what, what happened. Well, you hit the nail right on the head there, Rob Parker. So, Bronny James, who has been the talk of NBA draft circles for, what, five or six years now, not because he's a great prospect or anything, but because LeBron James has made it abundantly clear that one of his goals is to play an NBA season with his son, which has led to some say that, you know, LeBron has a player option at next season. He could conceivably, you know, use that player option to go wherever Bronny gets drafted. Well, ESPN, because Bronny is not having a great season, he's averaging 5-2-2 two, and two on 37% shooting for a underwhelming USC basketball program. And this team's bad. Team's terrible. Yep. And as a result, he has been dropped off their latest mock draft for 2024, which prompted LeBron James in a since-deleted tweet, I think he figured all the blowback was not working out for him, to put out, Quote, this is LeBron James, can y'all please just let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? The work and results will ultimately do the talking no matter what he decides to do. If you don't know, he doesn't care what a mock draft says. He just works earned, not given, which is a far cry, Rob, from what LeBron James said as recently as last month following a Lakers loss to the Memphis Grizzlies. Now listen up, Lindsay, closely. When he said (laughs) in the locker room with media members standing all around, quote, Bronny could play for us right now. Easy. I remember. Okay. And and here we go, Lindsay. I'm just going to say, 
It's the ultimate hypocrisy from LeBron. It's okay to talk about, hey, you remember earlier in the year two, he talked about he could play in the NBA right now. He's better than 75% of the guys in the league or something of that ilk. And then he's talking about Bronny just recently. And now that he's not on a mock draft, leave the kids alone and don't put them in. Just let them play. You can't have it both ways. When you interject Bronny into the conversation and saying he's better than most guys in the league and he could play for the Lakers right now, you can't ask people to back off when he's dropped from the mock draft. And, Lindsey, this is just it. This ain't attacking Bronny. It's unbelievable he's even out on the court given his cardiac arrest, right, that he had. Right, right. He, I mean, it's, that, it's an incredible story. Right. But let's be honest. If this was anybody else and you were averaging five points in college on a bad basketball team and you had uh, shooting 37% from the field, nobody would even be asking why you were in a mock draft anyway. Am I right? No, you're right. You're right. But, but I, I think – I'm not mad at Bron for for taking up for his son. I'm not even mad for him for pushing his son to get to the league. You know, Um, it it is what it is. He has that power right now. He has that power to project his son to be, you know, wherever he thinks he he feels like he is. But, you know, the fact of the matter is Bron hasn't had a great year. And you mentioned the cardiac arrest part of it. Just to see him back playing is a blessing, right? Yeah, it is a blessing. And and I'm not – it's not about Bronny, so to speak. But my right. point, Lindsay, is you can't have it both ways. No, you, you, can't, you can't tell the media that he could be playing for the Lakers now, okay? So you're, you're putting him out in the mainstream, in the media consciousness, right. right? And then when it's not going good to say, let the kids play. Don't, why are you bothering but my that, son? That, you can't the, do that. But that's the parental part of him, protecting his son. You're right. It's You can't have it both ways. But in this instance, Bron wants to protect his son, and he's not you know, having the type of season that uh, a projected first-round pick would have right now. And, and so, you know, Bronny's he wants it both ways, Rob. Let the, uh, let him land. Hey, all right, he can have it both ways, but people gonna push back. <laughs> people like Rob Parker gonna push back, of course, because that's of what course. I do. Of and that, hey, and you know what? If Bronny can make it to the league, more power to him. Right. But you so get Rob. What's the difference in all these coaches when they were hiring their sons, and, and their sons are becoming coaches in the NBA? What's the difference? Because there's a difference, and you know this out on the out on the court. It's the right. it's the ultimate. You you know whether somebody belongs on the right. court, and you know office jobs and all these other things are uh, subjective. Right. Okay. Right. We saw that in Jacksonville with Urban Meyer, right? With Tim Tebow. That right. that you, you don't, Lindsey. If you don't measure up, the people in the locker room know that. Am I right? <laughs> right. You ain't no, never been right. on no team. Tell me you've been on a team that guy don't deserve to be in the NBA, and they and it was somebody's son they put on the team. You ain't never played with nobody like that. Oh uh, no, no. You're right. You're right. Now, now, honestly though, I, I actually watching Bronny play. Now I was going to ask you. Give me your your yeah. critique. I was always a fan because I, I I thought as a young kid he played the right way and you know when when he started really exploding uh, athletically and and I just saw his ability, um, I was a fan. I was like, dude, he's good. Like he's really good. He's not I, great I, though. Can we say that? I'm not saying he's he's good, but he's not great, Lindsey. And I think that's what people 
You know, when you start talking about being a lottery pick or a first-round pick, you got to be a creme de la creme. You're talking about five points and playing defense. That doesn't normally get you drafted. Well, not anymore. Okay. Look look at the drafts, the the past drafts. You know, there haven't been just a clear-cut number one guy or top ten guys. Think about it. It, It's not like it used to be. Yeah, but Um, you got to show me a guy who gets drafted first round averaging five points in college. If you can show me another guy, (laughs) then I'll buy it. I'm just keeping it real, Lindsay. You, you can't give me well, one guy who was drafted in the first round averaging five points in college. No, well, Darko was averaging eight. He got drafted number two. Yeah, but he was in – he was four <laughs> – how old was he? He was eight – he was 17 when he got drafted in Europe. You got to admit that. Yeah, he was, eight, he was 18, 17, 18 years 17 old. years old because I remember yeah. he had a uh, – uh, they gave him a pass uh, that he was 18, 17. Go ahead. Right. but But, you know – he, he will be scrutinized, and, and Bron is not having a great uh, a season so thus far. But the team is not good. Their team is not good at USC. They're they're all around bad right now. So I think that has something to do with. I think you know him having the medical issues had had a lot to to do with his slow start right now. Um, but I think he'll get better, and I'm not. And I'm not saying you know how much better he'll get. Will he get to the point where he justifies being a first round pick or a second round pick? Who knows? Will LeBron use his authority to say I want to play with my son to force someone to taking him? Who knows? I, that could happen. I, I agree with that. I think that he's going to come out, uh, Bronny this year. I t- uh-huh. I really believe that, and LeBron will want to play with him because of course. His clock is ticking. LeBron, let's just face it, 20 years, you just keep – the clock is ticking. He can't wait for Bronny for two years. He could right. get hurt, Lindsay. A lot of stuff can happen between now and waiting for Bronny to fully develop. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's on borrowed time now, especially – and I don't even know if him playing with Bronny necessarily means that he's still – trying to win another chip. That just means he wants to play with his son. Right, he wants to do something special and right. unique. Right. And, and look, and he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't impact winning like he used to. Even the good numbers he puts up, the Lakers don't win all the time, even with his good numbers. No, So, so no. it is different. Yeah, um, no, it's different. You're, you're, you're asking... Uh, you're asking one of the greats that has, you know, dominated for so long to to still lead a team. Um, at this point in his career, it's tough. You know, he he has to have a better supporting cast if they want to compete for a championship. And I just don't think they have it this year. And and, and for people who don't know, Lindsey was a first round pick. He was the tenth pick <laughs> overall in the 1993 draft from Jackson State. Hello, is this on? The I love, the I love. To be able to be a number one pick from Jackson State, Lindsey, right? I oh, mean, yeah, definitely, definitely. That that, and, and, you know, I was talking to Carlos Rogers the other day because, you know, he was from Tennessee State, and he, I think Carlos was like an 11th pick or 12th, something like that. We were just going through how many, you know, HBCU players right. had been drafted in the lottery, and uh, it's, a, it's a slim group of us. Nope. It's not a lot of us. No doubt. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport 
and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Let's kick it off here, Andy. Let's do some NBA. And Rob G, I want you to jump in because, Andy, I got a bone to pick with where we are in the NBA and and kind of in sports. Rob G, uh, hit us up. Sure. So last night, the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Dallas Mavericks on a buzzer beater from like 60 feet away. That was an unbelievable shot. My goodness gracious. It was awesome. And then after the game, Donovan Mitchell, current star of the Cavs, was talking with the reporters about, you know, the game and some of the players, particularly about Kyrie Irving, because Kyrie Irving made a return to Cleveland. It was a very emotional night for him. He tweeted about it. He talked about it himself. And during the conversation, he Mitchell was asked about Kyrie Irving potentially getting his jersey retired in Cleveland. Here's what Mitchell said, quote, he should have his jersey retired for sure. Being able to do what he did at the highest level year after year to go from not winning to being able to do that and have the impact I think is something that is truly remarkable. Obviously, what he's done in the playoffs in his career in Cleveland, where he brought the city a championship, I feel like him, K-Love, and Braun should all have their jerseys retired. Andy, here's the problem. We now live in the NBA participation trophy era. Everybody is a Hall of Famer. Everybody is a GOAT. Everybody's number should be retired. Everybody should get a tribute video. What is going on in the NBA and in sports where everybody wants to be crowned and given something? I, I don't even get it. And I'm not knocking Kyrie. He was a part of that team that came back from 3-1 when the Warriors choked and LeBron and them won a championship for Cleveland, the first one in 50 years. And you could commemorate that championship. But Kevin, everybody and their uncle should get their number retired. To joke. Why did he stop there? Why didn't Kyrie get a statue out front next to LeBron if you're going to do that? 
All I know is this. Shouldn't you have to play for a certain team for a certain number of years before you get your number retired? Thank you. And more than that, I don't think a championship is the key to getting your number retired. Look, I, I, this whole thing, this garbage started. You know when? When the Houston Rockets retired James Harden's number. What was that all about? James Harden's number is retired with the Rockets. And what have they done? Think, think about it. I, I think that you have to have a, a, a steadfast career with one team for X amount of years, and then perhaps you could get your jersey retired. Jerseys is it, retired, is, is it almost equal to being a almost Hall of Famer when you get your jersey retired? 100%. It should be the ultimate compliment where somebody is synonymous with an organization. Kyrie has, had, has been on, I don't know, how many teams now? Six? I mean, like seriously, you don't even think it. Do you really think of Kyrie as just the Cavaliers? And I no. get it with the championship trophy, he made the big three. And I'm not saying that when you commemorate that team, but do you really, really feel like that is worthy of having your number retired? I'm with you. You have to have played for a team for a long time, had some had success. But be synonymous or be f- where, where fans feel like this guy had an, the ultimate impact on an ex- organization. I say it all the time. When they put LeBron's statue out in front of the arena in Cleveland, in one hand he should have a basketball, Andy, and in the other hand he should have a suitcase. I mean, that, that right, would wrap up right, LeBron's right, right. career. But let's go back to the Boston Celtics where they hardly have any numbers left to, to wear because most of them retire. But I have no problem with that because, A, the run that they had, didn't they have something like 11 championships in 13 years? And these guys performed on those teams. There wasn't any movement. The, the free agency deal, they stayed in Boston. And certainly guys like Casey Jones didn't have great statistics, but he was part of the team. That's right. the thing. Those guys' numbers should have been retired, and they were. It's- it's like the Yankees. The Yankees won 27 championships. I mean, it's hard to have won that many championships and not reward the players who were a part of so much winning. Right. The, the winningest franchise easily in American sports, but I think probably worldwide, you probably, I don't know all the other records and teams around the world, but Andy, I would guess it's, it's either number one or right up there as a franchise to win 27 championships. And I, I, I just, when Kevin Durant went back to Brooklyn, you remember he demanded a trade. Right. They gave him a tribute video. A, for what? That, for, <laughs> they didn't even win a tribute video. He asked out. Why would you give him a tribute video? Amazing. But the James Harden thing's crazier. It really is. What did he do in Houston? What did the Rockets do? His numbers retired. Was that done because they hoped that they would get him back to come to Houston? I don't get it. I'm going back to the Knicks and, now. And, like and, some, and, and yeah. I'll say this with the Houston. They won two championships, so they have something to celebrate. There's no reason to just put James Harden's num- uh, 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 jersey up because he put up empty calorie stats. I mean, he put up stats. Right. Uh, but, but really, uh, I'm st- Hall of Fame? No. It's, it's a joke. Now I'll go out to the Knicks. In 73, when they won it, I think number 19, Willis Reed's retired. 22, Dave DeBush is retired. May they rest in peace. I think Bill Bradley's 24 is retired. Other than that, I don't think Dick Barnett's number's retired. I don't, did they retire Earl Monroe's? I don't know. But I know Reed and DeBush and Bradley are retired. Right. You can't, you can't retire everybody's number. Right. And then the other thing, too, is 
you can't just start putting up jerseys because you want to sell tickets or, you know, you're a franchise. Like, oh, here's the other one. The Orlando Magic. Shaq, I think, played there, what, four years? Didn't win anything. They went to a finals. And they retired his number. Why in the world would the Orlando Magic retire Shaquille O'Neal number? Because Shaquille O'Neal is a big name. Uh, he'll talk about it nationally on TV. But that and, does right? build I mean, your may, own may, history. Why don't you wait until somebody wearing your uniform plays a long time, delivers a championship or something? That Those are the people... Uh, whose numbers should be retired. When you look at the Dallas Mavericks, right, and Dirk, he finally got them over the hump. They won a championship, right? He played there for, what, 19 seasons? That That's the guy's number you retire. Right. Do you retire everybody who was on that team? No. I I don't understand where Donovan Mitchell got this this brainstorm to retire Kyrie's number. However, they're all know, friends. They're all buddies. Yeah, but you know this what? Is what they that. do, Andy. This is yeah. what they do. But it's is, more than that. I think before any player in any league puts on a uniform, I'm talking about football, basketball, baseball, they need to have a kind of a history course, go to the Hall of Fame of their sport, see what it's all about. Because to throw out stories like retire this guy's number, you have to see numbers that are retired and how they got retired. Let him go to Springfield, Mass., and see the numbers that are retired in professional basketball. That's what he needed to do. Yeah, I mean, but this is a part of society. We talk about all the time. I can remember playing Little League Baseball, Andy, and we played in the World Series, you know what I mean, uh, the championship. Right. right. The team that won the championship, they got trophies. We would have run, We didn't get trophies, runner-up. And you shouldn't have. No, but now every kid, they feel like every kid – has to get a trophy. It's not fair for them to play the whole season. And then you have trophy night. It was supposed to be something that you could go out and aspire to. Next year at trophy night, I want a trophy, right? Isn't that, right. Isn't that part of it? Rob, I'm going to tell you something. It, it, it's kind of filtering down to college sports. What do I mean by that? The chances that are given on college sports, you have three chances to go to the tournament, okay? You got the preseason, which is like preview games, exhibitions. You got the conference season. And if you fail in that, you, you could go in the conference 0 16 and win the conference tournament and go to the NCAA tournament, okay? And it's a joke, but they do it for money. And I don't understand why they say they're doing it for money because I watch those conference tournament games and there's no one in the stands. No one's there. No, they it's, play a, te- in front it's of nobody. a television money. You know that. Yeah, yeah, they don't okay. care about tickets, it's a television money. But it's, right. it's like, give me another chance, another chance to do it. You know, Crazy. that's what it's all about. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Caitlin Clark, you just heard Steve DeSager, right? She has uh, put her name in for the WNBA draft. She could have come back to Iowa, right? Yep. To play a fifth season because of COVID. Yep. She decided against it. She's going to turn pro. And... That's a good thing for her. This is not about her. This is about all the other women Uh-oh. sports fans uh-huh. who have not helped make this what it should be. And what I'm talking about is the WNBA. So that Caitlin Clark would have a place to come and make the money she deserves to be ma- to make. She'll make her money off the court, okay, yes, because sure. she's that good mm-hmm. and that marketable. But she won't make her money as a basketball player like guys get a chance to do. Right. Most of the great WNBA players have to go to Europe to make money. Mm-hmm. And I hear all the time, it ain't fair. They don't treat the WNBA like the NBA and – they don't pay the same amount of money and they the TV, the games are other. <laughs> Women could change that overnight. Women, not men, Carrie. In what way, Rob? By supporting the WNBA. They for whatever reason, they have refused to support the WNBA. TV executives look at numbers, Carrie. Yes. Yes. Okay? Yes. Wrestling can be fake until the cows come home. If the number's big, guess what? It's on television. Yeah. Prime time. Monday Night Raw. The <laughs> numbers are big. When Caitlin Clark plays this year, right? Mm-hmm. The numbers are big. It is. But when it came to the WNBA, this league has been around for like 28 years, 1996. I'm going to challenge you, Kerry, right now. <laughs> How many WNBA games have you been to? How many have I been to? Yes. I've been to a handful. Okay. In 28 years. In, in 28 years. And you can count them on one hand. Oh, I'm not exaggerating. A handful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you pay for any of those tickets? I can't believe you did that to me, Mary. I did not. <laughs> no, I did not pay for any Rob of those. Rob G, yeah. have you have you been to the WNBA? You have a daughter. You have, I have a wife. Not. Rob G has not. He hasn't been to one. Steve DeSager, have you been to a WNBA game? 
I don't believe I have. <laughs> there you go. Mary had a little lamb. Who's our engineer right now? She has her head bowed down. <laughs> have you been to a WNBA game? Um, no. There you go. <laughs> Kerry, this is my point. Now, all the guys in the room, I'm not mad at you. Cause we don't we we there are enough women. There are more women than men in this country. Yes. Women have effects on the elections. If the housewives on and suburban housewives vote a certain way, Carrie, can it swing it? Yes. Black women, their votes, and they they vote. Yeah. Black guys don't go to the to the polls. <laughs> black women, you better court black women because they go to the polls and they've always vote. They do. Okay. Yeah. And this is my point about Caitlin Clark. Everybody thinks she's going to come and be the savior of the WNBA. She won't. Not if women don't start going to the games, watching the games, supporting this league. What about the influx of? So yeah, I, I hear your point, and I think you're. I think you have a good point there. There's um. I think you know it's, it's crazy because you've seen an influx in like the superstars in the NBA trying to support the WNBA and going to the games and traveling to see, you know, support the team, the hometown teams, and they're doing a really good job of that. They're bringing some awareness to the game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what you're saying is true. I mean, the Can I numbers- give you two numbers? Go ahead. Average salary, yep. 113000 Rob G makes that with overtime. Rob, you making that much? You want, we should switch. Can you I- know that Rob pays well for inside the parker. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is, Kerry. League's been around for 28 years. What's the average attendance from last year? Just pick a number. I the want you to pick Average attendance for a WNBA For a WNBA, WNBA game, game yep. Uh, average attend last year, what was the average attendance? 2,500. Wow. You really have. Am I close? No. 6,614. <laughs> I mean, I know they, they, you know they hide at the top, so you can't really tell what's up there. So that's why. 6,000. 6, this is 28 years later. 6,614, and guess what? They blame the guys that it's our fault that their league isn't succeeding. Mm. Could not be more untruthful. It is not based on us. Right. I don't know. Has a woman ever, like, invited you out on a date to go to a WNBA game? (laughs) No, they want to go to the NBA game. But would you go? If it was a date, and was she, a date. If I she, would. You would go. If she was going to buy the tickets. The last time I went to a WNBA game, I remember I had two tickets. <laughs> I put them on my windshield, and I came out. And they were still there. No, there were eight <laughs> tickets there when I came out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on, ladies. Ladies. <laughs> what wrong? Am, I, what, am what, I wrong, Kerry? Come on now. But no, what you're saying is right, though. I mean, if... I'm blaming women. But women they get, aren't. They're not into. They're, they're most, most. They go most to WNBA go. They go to WM. I mean NBA games. You ask them what you, you've been in the crowd. Yeah. There's just as many women at the games. They're there with their guys. They're there. Well, they're trying to catch somebody though. Oh, is that what it is? That's what they're at the game. They might be. They might catch LeBron. I mean, LeBron's married. Let me. That's LeBron's wrong, wrong, married. Wrong one. Yes. But whoever somebody's single. Somebody's single. They may catch their attention at the game. They're not trying. They're maybe not trying to catch the the WNBA girls' attention. You know what I mean. So I think that's a but they a can, layer to that. But they can take 
their boyfriend, their friends, they can make it an outing. My only point is that it's a shame that Caitlin Clark doesn't have an outlet for someone who's so electric, who's going to set the all-time college scoring record, not for men, not for women, for men and women. Men and women, yeah. All, she's going to pass Pistol Pete Maravich. Yes. Incredible. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, and, yeah. and there's no viable place at home. She'll have to go abroad to make real money. You remember when Brittany Grinder was 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 caught in Russia? Yeah. She was playing basketball over there to make money. There's not enough money here. Yep. She had to play in the WNBA and drive a lift to make the ends meet. She was driving the lift. No, come on, <laughs> I was like, come on, man. But no, it's it's it, it's true. I mean, you think of a player like a Brittany Grinder, right? Who's she was dunking the ball. Like you could actually go if you wanted to see some right some that top was, end talent play and do some remarkable things. There've been she was some doing great it. Yes. Rebecca Lobo. There've yeah. been great players. We know the Diana great Tarassi. Diana Taurasi. Yeah. All these great players who are playing in half empty arenas mm-hmm. for little pay and the WNBA after twenty eight years. If it wasn't for the support of the NBA, would it be around? It wouldn't even be around. It wouldn't. But what would you do? What would you? How would you market it? How would you market it to the to the female audience? Rob? I think they're marketing it out there, but the women have to embrace it. You can't complain about not getting stuff, and it's not fair because everything is a numbers game. It's real simple. For sure. If you're a sports writer at a newspaper, if nobody shows up. To the games, then you're like, I'm not sending a reporter on the road with his team. They got, they just, they just had uh, five thousand fans. Yeah. If it's a sellout, you're gonna cover it. Caitlin Clark, you don't think they cover her like crazy? No, they're the Big Ten tournaments already sold out. Uh, l- let me see, Steve. You talked about it before, right? With the, you got the information. Yeah, it sold out. This already. is what I'm trying to yeah, tell you. Sure. Every session, it's already sold out. Sold out because oh, people yeah. want to see her, and this is what I'm saying. Not every WNBA game has to be sold out. It's not just that. It's like uh, StubHub for last night's Lakers Clippers was 150 bucks for the get-in price. It's 250 for the Big Ten final because they're anticipating Iowa. And this is what I'm saying. But the WNBA has missed a mark, and mostly because women haven't embraced it. Mm-hmm. I'm being hard on women tonight because I really think that you can change this. Mm. If she, where's your Messiah? Here she is. Caitlin Clark is your Messiah. <laughs> Go to the temple and watch her in the WNBA. Don't let this be a college fad. And as soon as she goes to the WNBA, you stop going. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah. If she go, Indiana has the first pick in the WNBA draft, they better sell out that building. And when she goes around the rest of the league, they better sell out that building. Yeah. She better not be playing in front of four and five and 6,000 people. The WNBA's Messiah has arrived, but are the women up to the task? I'm not sure they are. I'm mad. <laughs> you guys should have saw his face after he made that point. It was a an exasperated. It was like a, he didn't he didn't give you the the noise, but it was there. That's what I felt. <laughs> That's right. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.